yo, yo, what up, podcast family? And shout out to all my soon-to-be subscribers. Welcome to Everybody Somebody. I'm your host, Jason Snow, and thank you for tuning in. Wherever it is you get your podcast, make sure you like this and subscribe to this. Show me some love. Now let's hop into this next episode. What up, what up, what up, what up? Today I got a very, very, very special guest with me. Am I? My boy. Am Kevin I? Bryce, Am I? a.k.a. Am Mr. I? Thunderbolt, uh, Mr. It, the Ladies' Champion. Uh-huh. What's uh-huh. going on, man? Well, uh-huh. No, <laughs> nothing much, man. Everything, <laughs> everything is good. Everything is lovely. I'm feeling good, feeling young. Uh, I went to the doctor maybe a month ago and told I feel like I'm 25. 25? 25. That's what I'm talking about, man. I can remember when I was... 25 even though i'm i mean i'm 33 now was that eight years ago uh-huh body, your body's definitely different eight years ago man so yeah yeah i wish i was 25 again I, I feel like i can't do what i used to do even though i probably could if i really tried but now i didn't got kind of lazy man i'm just like whatever man get out of here i'm doing it <laughs> doing, hey, do it, do it, do hey, it. hey hey but now then again i've seen you you know do your do your yard man you getting out there you doing it come on get out of here yeah, that's true. You know, I, I don't want to get in trouble, you know, with, with the wife and, or with the HOA. Yeah. We got to have the yard looking right because yeah. they're going to be talking about us, talking about we some bums on the street. Please, your wife ain't going to get ain't gonna get upset with you the way you do your job, the way you <laughs> keep it. I remember one time. Can I tell the story? Tell a story, man. All right. All right. I drove my Lincoln over to the old house and drove up on the yard a little bit. Brother asked me, back up a little bit, back up, and start rubbing the grass. My God. And you think you're going to tell me HOA going to get upset with you. Brother, you rubbing grass. Hey, man, I had spent a lot of money that summer, man, trying to get that grass back in order. Because the person we had we had got the house from, you know, he didn't he give a damn about that grass. So uh-huh. I was like, you know what? We got to have that curb pill. So we had decided to sell this house again. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody going to look at no terrible grass. So I was like, man. I spent all this money on some some damn quick seed and, you know, trying to get this grass to grow back. My man Kev come over and just roll up with the big Lincoln signature <laughs> series all on the grass. Smashed all my new growth. Granted, like, damn. Granted that, granted that Lincoln is perfect height. Yes, The sir. Lincoln it looks good. So the only thing touched the grass was just, you know, a tire. A bat, not even a full tire. Just... You know, a little bit on the on the grass. Everything was fine, though. You know, he rubbed it. I mean, I was like, my God. I said, that's not bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that tire was turned. So it was different if it was straight. It was turned. So it had already, like, turned the grass. It had turned on the grass. It had pulled up all the grass. I was Jay damn baby. near mud Jay now. Jay baby, Jay baby. Like, oh, damn. Hey, Jay baby. It's, it's grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's grass. And I'm pretty sure your listeners are saying, brother, that's grass. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. Hey, well, Hey, I don't know how many out there is homeowners and got their own thing. But once you start having to make your grass look right, trust me, you're gonna be like, man, I can't be having my grass out here looking looking trash. I feel you though. I feel you though. You know, you want to have that golf course and everything, and oh, you know, no doubt. the way you keep your grass, man. Yeah, yeah. But that hurt. I heard that brother cut your grass all the way down to the. Ooh, tell us about that. Talk to me man. about that. You know. So long story oh. short. <laughs> My guy, man, next door neighbor, our old next door neighbor, uh-huh. my man Earl, uh-huh. Sarah and I and her family, we had went down to the beach, I think for like three or four days. I just asked him to do one thing and it wasn't cutting the grass. I had asked him to just pull our trash can back to where like the spot it was supposed to be at while we were going and, you know, I'll handle everything else once we get back. My man, you know, being a, neighbor, a great neighbor, I get it. He cuts my grass, man. I put my, I mean, he put his damn lawnmower all the way down to level one. Cuts all the grass, basically burns it out, and then peep this. He don't even rake it up. Oh, I was like, oh no. Nah. So as I, as we driving back down to the to the to the house, what makes it even worse? My wife is like, ooh, did he cut your grass? <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. Then I look, I was salty. I was so mad. But it's like the dude was he was a super cool dude, man. I really like him. And I ain't wanna like create no drama next door neighbor stuff. And like you say, it was only grass. But I was like, damn man, I had worked all summer to get it back in order. And he just come one day 
trying to be nice and just destroys it. And it never, it never, it never grew back right, man. I started getting weeds and all craziness and Bermuda is, grass. Is that one of the oh, reasons man. why y'all move? <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely one of the reasons why we move, you know, because we was caught in the middle, you know, left to right, you know, they wasn't uh -huh. taking care of their stuff. So maybe they tried to sabotage us because we was out there looking sweet. Uh -huh. And they was like, you know what? We about to, we about to mess this up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a painful story to tell right there. But... I, I, I heard that you went and found you a place to sit down and just sat down. Just Yeah, man. I just, I just sat down, man. You know, because what they say, just, just think before you, before you act. <laughs> I was, I was tempted to just go knock on the door and be like, hey, man, I didn't tell you to do that. But Sarah was like, nah, man, it ain't even worth it. It'll grow back. Even though it didn't grow back. I'm glad I didn't go say something because he was, he was, like I said, he was a nice dude, man. I didn't want yeah. to start no drama yeah. about no damn yeah. grass. Yeah. But I was still salty though. I know. I was still salty. I know. I know. I know the way you brush it on grass with me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking about the town car, man. Uh-huh. How many vehicles you got, Kev? Ooh, Lord have mercy, man. I, I'm, I, 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 I downgraded, I downsized. I, I, right now, I currently owe maybe six right now. Y'all hear that, people? Hey, when I first met Kev, man, he would roll up to the house in, in different vehicles all the time. He got the, the big Lincoln town car signatures. He had a big red Dodge Ram. He had like a, I think a, like a black Kia. He had like a little mullet, uh, which was a, uh, an old, was that an old, what was that? An old Corvette or something like that? What was that? That's an old Camaro. Old Camaro. Man, uh -huh. I mean, this dude got so many vehicles. Jack Every baby. time I see him, he was driving something new. Jack or, baby. or newer, uh, old new. You, you you introduced me as the ladies' champion. You got to keep them off balance. <laughs> you can't you can't have them. Run. You know, I mean, just like I seen this guy he got a lime green uh, Yukon Denali with lime green rims. Oh, his, no, that's 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 too much. His woman knows him. Oh, she knows him. Oh, and everybody oh. else know him. Oh, 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 oh. He so, can't get caught nowhere. He ain't supposed <clears> to be. I mean, you know, so the sense I'm trying to say is, hey, roll up in the Camaro, roll up in the Lincoln, roll up in the truck. I'm rolling up. <laughs> you, but you don't know how I'm going to roll up. Hell, I might roll up in a bicycle, you know. <laughs> that's that's one thing, you know, let, let me tell you that. <laughs> I used to uh, date this beautiful woman from Mexico. I love her to death, but... You know, she left me. Oh, man, that's my heart. That was my heart. <laughs> that's the God's honest truth, man. You know, she comes back to them giving it all up. You know, I'm like, hey, no matter whatever happened these last two years, hey, I got to give it back up for you. But, you know, that's here there. I had a motorcycle, ape hangers and everything. <clears throat> well, the back end of the motorcycle was a little low and we needed to get across the street. And so, you know, all day she was having this attitude and wanted to fuss, wanted to fight. And I kept telling her, you know, when we're on this motorcycle, you respect the motorcycle first and and hold on. Please hold on. You know, grab me tightly, baby. Hey, baby, you know, I'm the one. <laughs> so we went and, and checked on one of my other vehicles, one of my uh, 66 Chevy pickup. We're not going to talk about that one. <clears throat> So, you know, she still had this attitude and she was like, you know, wondering where was the truck. And so we finally got over there so she can get a chance to see the truck. And, you know, I guess whenever a young lady's upset, they want to do some investigation and ask some questions and why the truck there. No so, yeah. Yeah. So we got on the motorcycle. <clears throat> and she wasn't holding on tight. And. Up the street, I seen that car coming down the hill. So I was like, I need to get across the street so we can move on and, you know, go up, go back up the street. So she got on the bike and, and I said, you make sure you hold on. And so I, you know, hit the throttle kind of hard so I can get across the street, man. <laughs> you know, and, and, and she, she got thrown off the back of that bike, man. She took the L. She took the L. She oh. took the L. Was she salty? Oh, oh, oh. First she was hurt and stunned that, you know, <clears throat> that a bike would throw her like that. But I didn't have any sissy bars. Sissy bars is the little 
uh, rack on the back that holds the holds the passenger on, but I didn't have one, so she just rolled off the back of the bike. So he was out here riding dirty. You riding dirty, riding dirty. So R- what, let me let the, let the people know <laughs> why do they, why do they call you or why do you refer to yourself as the ladies' champion? Where did that all come from? That comes from the way you treat the lady. That comes from the way you treat the ladies. Uh, you know, a lot of ladies are missing out right now from champions. There used to be a champions all over the place. A man knows how to treat his woman. Man knows how to respect this woman. And a man knows how to respect himself. I mean, you're a ladies champion, but your ladies champion is with a Y apostrophe S because you have a wife and you know how to respect and love and and keep everything right. Me, I got an IES because I got multiple. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where the moniker "Ladies Champion" come from. Because you know, I, I I I know how to treat you know all of my ladies. I know how to treat all my friends. I I you know just you know just a champion. When I walk into the room, I want a woman to say, "Hey, that's a champion right there. That's a champion right there." So. I get yeah. it. And, hey, you, you know, as long as I've known you, <clears throat> we've been here for these last what, probably about four years. Uh-huh. Always wonder. I was like, what exactly does he mean by ladies champion? And for uh-huh. people that don't know, my man Kevin Bryce. For those that don't have a friend, you throw that your is name there. out there now. I can't have you throw my name out right, there too. But <laughs> my, my boy Boat, uh-huh. my boy Boat, he's a. Do I? I don't want to disrespect you. Do I classify you as a amateur wrestler? Professional wrestler? What do I classify you as? I am a professional wrestler. I mean, you could say amateur wrestler because a lot of people look at me because of my age and stuff like that and think, oh, he's an amateur. No, no, I'm a professional wrestler because you'll get anything that Roman Reigns give you. <laughs> if you For get those an- that don't know who Roman Reigns is, that's, that's big time. That's WWE. John Cena, Ric Flair, uh, Dusty Rose. You'll get all those and then some when you get in the ring with me. Why? The difference between me and amateur wrestlers, well, they said record Roman style, college style, and all that. It's amateur wrestling. Professional wrestling is Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and everything. But the difference for me and some of the other wrestlers is I continue to study. I keep my mind moving. So, I'll watch something and I'll take a piece from Bob Backlund, take a piece from Ric Flair, take a piece from Hulk Hogan, Dusty Rose and all that. And just to entertain the people, but also, you know, protect myself and protect the person that I'm wrestling. So there you go. Man, that's that's dope. I, I ain't gonna lie. When 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 Sarah. So I'll give you guys just a rundown of the history of, of how we all met. So my wife, Sarah. Uh, used to work at Wells Fargo in, uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And she met my boy, Bolt. He worked there as well. And, you know, time went by and she was like, man, this guy I work with, this guy is hilarious. He cracks me up. So eventually me and me and me and Bolt met up and he was like, you know, you know, I, I'll wrestle. And I was like, I thought he was like, you know, like he wrestled like in the past, like, you know, he was a college wrestler or whatever. He teach wrestling. But I didn't think it was like, like the WWE, like <laughs> the, the, the for entertainment wrestling. And I was like, "What? I, was like, I don't think I've ever had a friend that actually." Was like afraid of I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So, time goes by. You know, he 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 invites us to one of his matches, and I go to his match, and I was I was just shocked, man. I was like, I mean, my dude is really out here wrestling. One and then two. It's mad people out here watching these matches and they're like taking it hella serious. Oh yeah. I was like, oh man, like this is like legit. Like, I mean, it's not like it's a big venue or anything. Like it's not like WWE. But as far as like in in the venue that they were at, it was mad people in there, kids, grown, I mean, adults. It was just a a a a, a variety of people in there. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I would have never thought that a one of my friends would be a, a wrestler mm-hmm. and two that i would be in a wrestling match and like just a, i mean in this area <laughs> just watching wrestling so so what got you into like wanting to be a wrestler like when did that come about oh man growing up growing up i mean you always seen see i grew up in an era where rick flair hawk well rick flair the four horsemen um but so you 
back in that day, back in the old NWA day and all that stuff. And, you know, you seeing idols as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Ric Flair inspired me to change my life pretty much because, um, <laughs> you, you have, you, do you have an old, older brother? Mm-hmm. I got okay. yeah, my older brother. Yep. Okay. So, you know, the fights and all this and all that and, and the challenges, and, you know, so your, your first enemy is your older brother. Mm-hmm. So mine was too. And we used to get into straight up fights, straight up knockdown drag outs. But I was a little chubby fat one and he was the 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 god, <laughs> you know, basically, you know. I mean, you know, he was tall, dark, and handsome. You know, all the ladies loved him and you hear the stories in school and stuff. So is he the original ladies champion? Oh man. Oh well he didn't know he was a ladies champion because he didn't know how to treat the ladies. Oh, I got you. All right. You know what I mean? He, 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 I mean, the ladies love him, but he just don't know. That's his business. I can't tell the story. But, um, you know, he, he actually, uh, one day I wanted to go with him because, you know, playing football, playing basketball, he's doing it all at the boys and girls club. So, you know, he didn't want me to go with him. And, you know, we started, you know, getting to it. And then I turned around, he kicked me in my butt so hard. I mean, Jay baby, it's like he it's like he broke something. <laughs> broke that tailbone. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, you know, we don't have Facebook back in the day. We don't have YouTube and all that. So I can't go on there and cry and whine on YouTube like a lot of people do today. Mm-hmm. I chose to go into my basement and pick up those weights and start doing this and doing that. And while I was doing that and trying to change over, I seen Ric Flair talk about the flash, talk about the ladies, talk about life, talk about what you don't have, what he has and everything. And I wanted some of that. So that's what sparked my um, enthusiasm about being a pro wrestler. And, man. you know, growing up, growing up, I was like, man, this and that and that. And so I started, just kept on following, kept on following. And what had happened was, you know, I went to one of the shows like you and, and a guy gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. And so I said, man. I'll be, I'll be there Tuesday. And they were like, man, I was in my thirties, thirties, late thirties at the time. And, you know, he was like, man, you, you so old, you can't do this. You can't do that. I said, dude, you don't know who the hell I am. Because, you know, with the weights and all that, you know, and, and inspiring to be like my brother, eventually I turned to wanting to be better than my brother. So it's just like Shannon Shannon Sharp and Sterling Sharp. Yeah. Same that story. Motivation. That motivation. I seen my brother doing, hey, I'm going to be better. I'm going to break his records. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work mm-hmm. harder. I'm going to do this and do that. So, you know, I had to put a lot of stuff to the side. So when wrestling came on, it just was the same feeling I felt when I was young. And so there you go. Man, that's what's up. I'll, that's definitely a um, a different outlook on, on, on doing something because obviously, you know, everyone wants to be a basketball or football, baseball, you know, all the, the most, I won't say well-known because wrestling is definitely well-known as well, but the most common sports that are played here in the U.S., Everybody wants to to get to that that height. It's, it's kind of interesting to see someone that wanted to take the wrestling uh, route. How, how much do I mean? I'm pretty sure it's a lot of money, but how much money, if you know, like that these like these top wrestlers make? Like I know, like at the time, Ric Flair probably didn't make what like The Rock and like John Cena and these guys can make now. Oh yes, how much did. money like yes, these guys? Did. Yes, he did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair used to always talk about he spilt more liquor than um, such such people made. And he threw up Buddy Landell. And Buddy Landell at the time, he made a pretty penny. But Ric Flair, he did spill more liquor in bars than Buddy Landell. Ric Flair back in the 70s used to get $40,000 checks a night. Dang. A night. And, you know, some that, that was WWF, right? No, no, no. That was just that was just him holding that NWA title. Oh, okay, okay. And you know, some people nowadays don't make forty. I don't make forty thousand dollars a year now. Yeah. So you know, with him getting it a night, but you know, it it is a curse also because his father 
you know, seeing all the stuff that he had, the mansion, the cars and everything, and ask him, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? You're putting yourself out there too far out there. So, you know, uh, but, but as far as the money, a lot of these cats make a lot of money. A lot of these cats, you know, make a good living off of it. And it's only a few, it's only a few. I mean, it, it's, it's millions and millions and millions of wrestlers, but you know, there's only a few that get the chance to be on television and, and, you know, do it the way that, you know, the rock, um, stone cold, um, uh, currently, um, John Moxley, um, Chris Jericho. It's only a few get that. It's only a few. Yeah, yeah. Because those, I mean, those guys are the, the, the OGs in the game. Yeah, like they, they've been around for a while, man. Making that paper. Shout oh, yeah. out to them. Oh yeah. I, um, I, I can remember, man, just childhood memories of when I actually first start watching wrestling. It was probably. I want to say when I really start like watching it, like every night, like waiting on Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. then SmackDown came around. Mm-hmm. I knew like who like Ric Flair was, you know, because he was he was flashy. And that was the guy and Hulk Hogan and all those guys. Like I would watch them, but when I really got like tuned in, was on them like the Monday Night Raw. So I was in uh-huh. seven, I think I was in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So that would have been like late nineties, like early early two thousands, uh-huh. and like The Rock and. Stone Cold and Undertaker and all that. When all that was going down, my boy Mankind and uh-huh. was it Mick Foley? I think his name too. He had like uh-huh. three or four names, didn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, Cactus like, Jack, Mick Foley, Cactus yeah. Jack. Yeah, man, all that. That's that's when like wrestling to me was like crazy. Like, couldn't nobody tell me that like wrestling wasn't the livest thing on TV? And and the numbers showed because Miss McMahon was making crazy money. Like, they, I mean, they was competing yes. with like NFL that, and like NBA. Yeah, yeah, still. Still, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, it, it, that, it's, it's funny how everything comes back to wrestling. You know, it, it is mm-hmm. so funny. It is so funny. Back in the day, there used to be a guy named Gorgeous George, and Gorgeous George, man, pretty much was like the 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 pinnacle of everything. Uh, boxing, uh, uh, wrestling, um music, everything. Why? Because Gorgeous George was the epitome of what everybody wanted to be. And, you know, the person he inspired the most, well, you, you wouldn't believe it. <clears throat> Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali seen Gorgeous George, a wrestler, and it changed his life. So you see Muhammad Ali, you'll see Gorgeous George. And he's documented this years, you know, and talking about it and, and telling everybody about it. Gorgeous George um, inspired, you know, of course, everybody that came behind him in wrestling because he came out and he was entertaining. He used to come out and have hairpins and throwing out hairpins to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, trust me, I might take a piece of that myself, you know, put in hairpins. Why, why hairpins? Uh, it's, it's, it's just... It was the show. It's just the show. Everybody, you know, I get my hair done and my stuff is right and I look good and I walk better than you. And I have a valet and she comes in, she sprays the ring down and, and, you know, it's just, it's just as, as, as we are right now, you know, showing people how much I have. So nowadays people show their Lamborghini and they show their big house and everything. Like I have more than you and, and all this and all that, but gorgeous George, you know, just some simple, like maybe a, a, a half a cent hairpin and he throwing them out to the ladies and, and throwing them everywhere. And then, you know, getting into the ring, had his robe on, and this is before he even wrestled. I mean, because it was pretty much a present. It was pretty much a present. Whenever you're getting in the ring, and the reason why people wear robes before they get in the ring is pretty much, you know, you have to give your fans a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you come out there and you're looking good and you're looking this, and then you take off that robe and, and you know, some people have it and some people don't. Some people have a body and some people don't. You know, I, I come out in a robe and, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll talk junk about it. it yeah, I mean, it's just it's all fun. It's all fun. All fun and games. It's how you present yourself and how you present your product to the fans and the fans will respond. And then again, they won't respond. 
Yeah, that's so. that's I mean that's the whole inter entertainment factor entertainment. In, in it. So how long like and I want I, I'm I'm very interested in like the history of wrestling. How how like who were like some of the first people to actually start coming oh. out to like music? Like music, music. Oh my god. Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George was coming out to music? Like what yeah, type of music he, was he coming out to? He come out to you know, something something, you know, classical and 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 fresh and 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 cool and calming and relaxing. And even before him, you know, he had to be inspired by someone else and you know it, 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 you know, people, and then people dropped it and then people started bringing it back. Hulk Hogan, you know, coming out with, um, I'm a real American and, and, you know, it just, it just gave the fans something. I mean, back in Texas, uh, yeah, rock and roll express and, and, oh God, what's the name of those brothers? The, um, Oh my goodness. The Von Erics. They used to come out there, man. They couldn't even barely get into the ring. All the ladies just grabbing on them and kissing on them. <laughs> and, you know, they're just going crazy. I mean, just, just going crazy. So, you know, it, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. All, it all boils down to possibly, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't dare to say that it all comes down to gospel music. <laughs> huh. I hate to say it. That's interesting. Why, yes. why, why gospel music? Why gospel music? I mean, because, I mean, just gospel in itself, you know, the pastor would, we've already talked about pimps and pimps and pastors, right? We've had, mm -hmm. well, <laughs> it all comes down to, to, to the pastor coming out and his robe and he's looking, you know, this and looking that and he has to show his congregation that he, he, we we can move forward. You know, you can't you, you're not going to listen to many people with busted up shoes or nothing like that, especially back in the day. Especially back in the day and and you know, um with Ray Charles coming out and changing music for himself and and other people bringing it from from the church to the secular sector sector you know that's where it all comes out from so it all Man, comes that, out from that's crazy I'm, I'm i'm asking you at the end of this who your top five wrestlers are because i got mine mine are probably gonna be no nowhere near yours and obviously i'm coming into the game much later than you were well, I, mean, take... I think mine's are gonna be hilarious though, because for for the reasons that I like these guys, but I I guarantee you might say a person named Stone Cold. Nope, nope, nope. See, oh, thank nope, God, nope, thank God, thank God. You might guess one, but the other four, I bet you, you ain't gonna guess them. <laughs> I totally, I totally love, I totally love Stone Cold, and for those who love Stone Cold, I I understand. I love him, but he, I wouldn't say he messed up wrestling, but he messed up a lot of things about wrestling yeah. because back before him, before, you know, his jeans and shirts and everything, people used to come out in their boots and in their uh, trunks and, and robes and, you know, whatever. But Stone Cold, once mm -hmm. he came out in those jeans and t-shirts, man, Everybody from the backyard started wanting to come out thinking that they're stone cold, thinking they want to be a badass person and everything. <laughs> and with me, with me, you know, if I, it depends on what I am, you know, I wake the ass up like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so, so basically, so, so, so I mean, this is a weird, this is a weird comparison. So, stone cold kind of like changed the, he was like a culture changer for wrestling. Yes. Kind of like how maybe like Allen Iverson was for like the NBA as yes. far as like, you know, bringing like their their life experiences into like wrestling and like uh, respectively the NBA and how they, you know, they're just going to be them. Like obviously right. you stone cold to me. I mean, I, I I honestly thought and I know this was entertainment, but I just thought I was like, man, Stone Cold is a straight racist. That's why I didn't like him. Like I was like, this guy's like a redneck racist. Like I don't like Stone Cold. And, you know, I just thought like, but I'll say it was entertainment. And and I think I've saw some stuff recently, like this guy's like a Christian and like, yeah. you know, he's just 
all around different types of people, but that's how to me it portrayed him. And I think that's kind of what you're getting at. Like that made it, it was kind of like a bad look or like a stain on wrestling. Well, it, it, that's it, how I felt about him. It it was it was the way you know the way they let him come out and do his thing, but they needed that for WWE because WWE never had that. Yeah, they always called that that type of wrestler a wrestler and deep southern wrestler and yeah. and basically he got his style and look from from stuff like the bunkhouse stampede and all that stuff coming out with jeans and a t-shirt and stuff so man they needed that for wwe because wwe never had that so they never had someone that's going against the system and going against great the uh, nwa had it you know back with you know dusty rose and and Tory Funks and the Dory Funks and all that stuff, but it never had it up in WWE until Stone Cold. Stone Cold came in and changed it, and then thus now you see everybody thinking that they pretty much are Stone Cold, and everybody thinking that you know they come in there the way they just walked into the building. I'm like, oh hell no, gotta take it. Yeah. Because I tell the young kids now, man, you know, hey, fresh your gear up, look good, be presentable. And, 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 you know, be welcoming, be open and stuff. See, because I can be a bad guy, but then again, I come out there with some pink laces and, and <laughs> scarves. <laughs> scarves and pink, pink <laughs> robe on and stuff. And people like open all like, what the hell that? But, you know, it's, it's, it's the story I'm telling. It's the story I'm telling. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And, and hey, funny story, man. Oh. We, we came, came to one of your matches and my wife Sarah brought her mother, my mother-in-law uh-huh. to uh-huh. one of the matches. And she, and she, I think she's close to, I think she may be like 67, 68, almost close to 70. And beautiful and I, I don't, as can be. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Davenport, but my God, boy. That's a ladies champion too. You know how to pick them, bro. <laughs> Shh, don't tell him that, you know. <laughs> no, nah, he probably ain't gonna listen to this, but Sarah will. Uh, he'd be like, oh yeah. my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but we 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 bring her in there. We, we just asked her. We was like, "Hey, would you be interested in coming to one of uh, Thunderbolts matches?" She was like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, she, I, I love to come. So I'm sitting there just dying laughing. Like, I, I know I don't know if she's gonna be ready for this, uh-huh. but we walk into the to the to the match, and she's just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she was like. I didn't know what the hell I was walking into. So as we're leaving, I think we come back and we go, like, we come back to the house and we're telling everybody, like, our, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law that was at the house waiting on us because they didn't they didn't come. Uh-huh. And she's like, I think that Sarah and Jason and myself were the only, like, normal people. <laughs> 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 and what she meant by that, she didn't mean, like, people were, like, like just crazy but she just mean like you know we just looked different uh and for anybody that have been to some of these i mean i won't say like backyard wrestling but some of these events it's some different looking cats up in there oh and oh trust and they rowdy trust just her just her um her 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 watching that with us that just i mean that i'll never forget that it had me dying laughing she never forgets it either so every time we talk about mr thunderbolt she just starts laughing and thinks about when she came to the match. And I think when in the match she came to <laughs> was when the big boy, the dude that's probably about 500 pounds. I don't know. What was his name? Was it after shock? Yeah. Aftershock. <laughs> yeah, one, one, like, on one of my best friends. Laid on somebody. Yeah. One and of my the, best friends. The, the crowd just started chanting, that boy dead. <laughs> that boy dead. <laughs> 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 oh man, I'll never forget that. Man, I I, I got to give it up to Aftershock. Aftershock is my man, man. He's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Good yeah, he, guy. He reminds yeah. me of for for I mean, people listening to this, obviously they wouldn't know who it was unless you was like a, you was here in Charlotte and you've been to these matches. But Aftershock reminds me of uh, Butterbean. Like for those of you who know, like boxing Butterbean, like that's who he reminds me of. And he, he's probably much bigger. I get I get I get Butterbean more to uh, Big Donnie. Oh yeah, maybe Big Don. Yeah, yeah. Big okay. Donnie because Big Donnie that. is shorter and yeah, but that's my man. That. I love him. I love. I love all of them. I love all of them. But you know, I'm at a point in my career where I need to move forward. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No because doubt. there's a whole lot of people getting credit for re- 
take for example, um, this past year, um, you had Jeff Hart, who the guy you call Cody Rose. <laughs> you had Little Donnie, and you had a slew of other wrestlers wrestling up and gassed on you every weekend. And it's only it's a few wrestlers came out wrestled maybe once and twice. But those that came out wrestled once and twice, they was treated like gods, like they are so great and so this and so that. And I'm like, these dudes entertain people on via um, Facebook every week. <laughs> but, you know, you have these other guys that come out, wrestle twice. You're treating them like they are the, they are the wrestler of the year and tag team of the year. And I'm like, man, get out of here. So get out of here. Putting in more work is not right. getting that recognition. Right. So I, 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 I tell them I love them, but man, I got to move forward. I got to move forward because, you know, a lot of the guys that I'm wrestling, man, I'm playing. I get lazy sometime and I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm just having me a ball and stuff like that. So I like, you know, I got to start challenging myself more. It's just like in life, man. I got to just start moving forward. I got to challenge myself. This is, I treat this like hip hop to me, man. You know? Oh yeah. So, you know, I, I if I'm going to be the best, I got to wrestle with the best. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You know Definitely what I mean? You got to have progress. got to have a challenge. You got to yeah. have somebody that's going to push you to the next level, man. Yeah, I got to get on an LL album. I got to be with Snoop. <laughs> you know, I mean, I love, I got to get on a Jay-Z album. Me and Nas, we got to go. You know, I got to, I got to face up the Big Daddy Kane and tell him, look here, man. Hey, battle, let's go. You know, that's... <laughs> That's me. You know, I can't, you know, the local stuff is good and all this stuff, but I can't continue to battle rapping the local rappers. I got to go in oh, yeah. and, and look at Rock and, Roxanne Shantae and be like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. That's like, I don't know if you remember this, how, how deep you are into like rap beef. Oh, man. Come but, on. But, you know, you remember, I know everybody remember when Jada and 50 was going at it. Yeah. And. You know, Jada, Jada dropped a crazy, uh, I think it was Checkmate on 50, which was dope. But the the the, the track before 50 put this track out called Animal, like I'm an animal. And he was going at uh, Jada and he was all like, basically was like, <laughs> you know, you only known in New York. Mm. Was, like no matter what, mm. whatever to me personally, whatever, like Jada would have said after that didn't even matter because like. He basically pulled a big dog card on him. Like, all right, you can, you can, you can rap. You dope. You can probably talk all this stuff you want to talk about me, but only people in New York know you. Like, I'm known everywhere. Mm. So that's that's kind of like how you feel. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm wrestling mm. local. I'm in Charlotte, but you know, I want to, I want to be known, man, not just yeah. around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's a lot of females that's out here wrestling too. And it, it, I mean, it's 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 funny nowadays. You know, there's a girl. She had a um, a YouTube's YouTube channel, and I take a lot mm-hmm. of my stuff serious, man. I take it serious. So they got on their YouTube channel. One of the girls that was, you know, she called herself retired, but I say you just quit. <laughs> you just quit. Yeah, that's a big difference. I mean, you only did for a couple years and you walked away and you swear up and now I retired. No, you quit. You quit. Cause you quit. And I'll tell it to her face, you quit. You know, and so you know, they were like, Oh yeah, uh, who was the worst ever trainee? And they was like, Thunderbolt. And I was like, Oh, really? And so, you know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, all the stuff I do and stuff. And no one rebutted it. So I'm like, yo, okay. hey, challenge. Let's challenge. go. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. You know, if you feel like I was the worst ever and you quit, come on, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, you know, you know, some of the females, they run out here kind of slick, you know. And, and, and you know, but I just got to – I. I have to be careful sometimes because, you know, just recently I had to, you know, Lay my hands on the look guy this week. So. Yeah, we can't have you out here getting no assault charges, Thunderbolt. I know, man. I know, but you know, it's you got to stay stay away from the drama. It, it's the print. They call me old school, and it's the principles. It's it's oh it's, yeah. It all comes back to being a ladies' champion. <laughs> nah, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but but let me tell you what happened with that now, Jay, babe. Let me tell you what happened with that. Um, back in October, I had some handcuffs. I wrestled Freight Train. Those who mm-hmm. don't know Freight, I love Freight Train. 
Shout out to Freight Train. I wrestled Freight Train. Freight Train didn't want to take any bumps. He was slow as hell that day. But don't tell him. <laughs> so, so you know, it was a part of the match where, you know, I you know, hooked Freight Train with some handcuffs and Freight Train broke the handcuffs. He legitimately uh-huh. broke the handcuffs. So there's a guy, you know, I was like, here, you know, you get these handcuffs off the ring. He goes to Freight Train and get the handcuffs off the Freight Train and gives my key and the handcuffs to a fan without my permission. Yeah. And, you know, and then left and then left. So, you know, I'm like, yo, where the guy go with my friend, this, where's, you know, I'm asking questions. So finally he fessed it up that he gave my stuff away and he'll pay it back. It's October. So I see him in November. I'm like, yo, dude, you know, what's up? He's like, man, I ain't, you know, I don't have no money and all that. So, so the next time he see me, he's make a beeline. Hey, I'm going to give you your money at the 1st of December and all this stuff. So he, 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 he was trying to get up out of there. Who? 1st <laughs> of December came and went. And then so, you know. Here we go, January. And so they were like, you know, yeah, he's going to wrestle down in Alabama and he's going to make this amount of money down in Alabama. So I told Aftershock, I was like, if he comes back from Alabama without my money, I'm going to have to wake him up. He came, (laughs) he came back. And so I went to the show, went and used the bathroom and made a beeline to him. Just like the same way that 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 Luke made a beeline to Snoop Dogg when Snoop Dogg was talking that junk on that rap. Please. Luke made a be I made a beeline to him. I was like, dude, um, you know, when you, gonna, when you gonna square me up? Basically where my money at. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this clean, Jay, baby. <laughs> so, so he said. Man, I ain't got your money. Didn't I tell you I pay you when I get mo- get some money? You need to understand I got some bills to pay. Hmm. And so I looked at I'm like, who do you think that, you're talking to? That ain't to? my problem. I mean, it's just how he came off. I'm like, who are you talking to? And thus happened what happened. So, you know, while he was down there, you know, somebody called the law. Please, somebody called the law. But then he get on. This is where this is where this is what get me. You know, like I said, my brother kicked me. You know, I didn't have Facebook. I am. But he gets on Facebook and he's calling me everything but a child of God, saying he's going to do this to me, saying he's going to do that to me. And and was and this and this and that this and that and saying that I ain't a man because I I just can't you know fight fight like a man you know I didn't want to go toe to toe all you just want to do is bitch slap people and all this and all that I'm like dude you're saying this on Facebook and you're admitting that you got bitch slap <laughs> you're admitting it I'll send it to you Jay baby man <laughs> I'll send it to you so that that, that sounds corny. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So I, 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 I learned from that, and I'm like, man, I got to move on. And I've been moved on for like the last couple of weeks, and so you know that. That's and, what, what 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 is the words of the the great Michelle Obama, First Lady Obama? When, they, when they go low, we go high. We go high. I went high. I went yeah. right in. Right, <laughs> broke his glasses. <laughs> broke it, man. The dude had a man. The dude had some tape on his glasses, and I mean, I'm gonna send you the pictures, man. It was hilarious, but I yeah, should not. Have done it. I shouldn't yeah. have done it. I shouldn't have done it because your wife sent me a picture. I mean, sent me a message like, "Yo, Mr. Thunderbolt, now come on, now." Yeah, we too old for this. Yeah. I don't feel it. Though, man. I don't hey, feel hey. too old. I don't That's feel right. too old. I don't feel too old. So, you know, because you know, I'm I'm old school pimp. You know, I get out the car and get my money, <laughs> and I handcuff it to my door. And, and no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not gonna. I've changed. I've changed. I've changed. I've changed. I did a lot of things to change. That's good, man. That 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 comes with time, you know. Um, oh yeah. We definitely all got to change and just make the right decisions. Yes. You know, stuff happens. Yeah. Oh, well. Yes. He'll get over it. Yes, but that goes back to that Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everybody think they Stone Cold. 
And at, oh, that, yeah. at that moment, he thought he was stone cold and thought he could say what he wanted to say to me. But I had to wake him up. Look here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you now know, knows what it is. If you didn't know, now you know. I got you. I got Don't you. Don't that boat like that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So, you know, he he's not. He's not because everybody on his Facebook was talking about, oh, we could whoop his ass. We could do this. We could. He wasn't saying that. He was like, no, nah, bro, I got a taste of that thing. Uh-uh. Yeah, let's just leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> when I meet him, when I see him, when I get his name, I'm going to call the police. So, you know. But anyway, Jay, babe. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, man. Hey, definitely. I appreciate my man Thunderbolt coming on here. Like I told you, this we're going to close this thing out, but we're going to close we it out. We're closing out yet, are we? We're closing it out, man. Come on, get Jay, up out babe. Of no, I got to tell you about how I met your wife. All right, all right. We, go ahead. Let, I mean, let I, I, I mean, I mean, her aunt dog became cold, 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 cold. What had happened was, <laughs> you know, I I see you know people and stuff, and I was new there, and we was on the other side, so they moved us over back over to the other side. I came back from having a hip replacement, and so you know, Jigger was Jigger was in the front, and I was in the back. I was I was one seat behind her to the left, and I had Barry. Um, yeah, yeah, I had Barry beside me. So Barry thought we were gonna be hanging buddies and all this stuff. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 because Barry had Barry got married and Barry didn't want to invite me. That's cool. That's cool. That's Barry though. <laughs> so, so the Cleveland Indians played in the World Series, I believe. Yep. So that was what, 16? No, no. no. 18, right? 18. No, no, no. Just recently. The, someone played. The Cubs, right? Yes. Yeah. And lost to, the, lost to the Cubs. Yep. Scrubs down. It was up 3-1 and lost. Scrubs. There you go. And so when they lost, the their group, her, her group, Came in with a party and ragged her. I mean, uh-huh. just an onslaught, just all oh, this and all oh, getting in her face, laughing. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like, hey, why they treat you Jigger like what? I said, why they treat uh, Sarah like that? So I looked at her and she got up. She said, that's all right. That's all right. Well, what do y'all have? I'm a payback. This is it. Screamed out of the whole. On the whole place. I mean, I'm like, eh. so I told her, I said, uh, don't worry, we'll get them back. <laughs> then she was, <laughs> she was like, what you mean? I said, we'll get them back. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's walk downstairs. So after that, we became cool. <laughs> we became cool because they got their payback. They got their payback. And I told her, I told you, Jigga, Black Rose going to get them back. Black Rose is going to get them back. And that's the straight, the Godson is true. Godson. Then after that, we had people hiding behind doors, afraid to say something to us. They I were mean, scared. Oh, oh. Nowhere to be found. Oh, my goodness. We teamed up. Please. Then we brought in Ed Dog in the boy, please. Black Rose, boy. Black Rose, Black Rose, Black Rose. Shoot. Ask her about that. One day the guy came in and and he seen us coming down the hall. The dude ran behind the door just so he wouldn't just just so he wouldn't speak to us. And we was like, dude, good lord, that's weird. <laughs> hey, there's definitely some some weird cats out there. I'll say oh, different. Oh different, man, different, different. Oh man. Different cats, different cats. No, let me tell you, let me here I am. You got me on here talking. I know you want to wrap it up. Let me tell you what happened one day. One day, you know, I used to always go downstairs and get a hookup because, you know, the ladies love me. I'm the ladies champion, J-Baby. <laughs> the ladies champion. You got me talking now, and I'm sorry I'm talking too much, but I went downstairs at Wells Fargo, and, you know, I don't eat a lot of the um, a lot of the stuff that the ladies was giving me, you know. I eat a lot of stuff that the ladies give me, but I wouldn't eat a lot of that stuff, you know, but... <laughs> So one day, a lady got me, brought me some chips and sauce. Mm-hmm. And so I came back up there. I was like, uh, Jigger, you want some chips and sauce? Man, yeah, I want some chips and sauce. Come on, give it a Man, she wore it out. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? You all right? She was like, 
Man, Mr. Thunderbolt, I was so hungry, man. Goodness gracious. I'm like, damn, you on a budget or something? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't nothing to eat. She was just hungry. I don't know what. Oh, okay. I was I was like, damn. She's always hungry, man. This and especially now since she's pregnant, she uh-huh. always hungry. She be smashing. When we when we first met, like when we first started dating, we went out to Olive Garden, which is Olive Garden's one of my favorite spots. Okay. I love Olive Garden. But actually, I lie. It wasn't Olive Garden. When we first met, it was in Toledo. She was a, she she went to University of Toledo, and I had uh, I think I got the bus up there or something like that back to her hometown. And as I'm leaving, I was like, "Man, I'm hungry." She's like, "I'm hungry too." Surprise! And she was like, uh, "So Wendy's right up here, right by the uh, bus station." I was like, "All right, cool." So we went to Wendy's, and she got like this. Uh, and she's gonna be mad as hell that I'm telling this story, but she got this. Um, I forgot what type of, it was some type of like Asiago chicken sandwich from Wendy's or something. Both. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. She put that thing down in about three bites, bro. See, there you go. <laughs> Smashed it. Comfortable. <laughs> Comfortable. She knew. She knew. She would come like, please, can y'all cut Wait, this after thing I saw that, I was like, oh, that's the one right there. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, you, you know, embarrassed you... like that in front of me. I was like, "Oh yeah, we in there." You get them little cute girls be like, "Can you cut this in quarters, please?" Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I nah. want to do it with them Christy chicks. Nah, get you a double hand sloppy Joe. Let me lick the wrapper. <laughs> All right, yeah. before we get off, we get off topic. Heard, hey, you gonna get I heard, that? I heard about the fried uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, oh yeah, crack. Those <laughs> who don't know, those who don't know. Fried peanut butter jelly, and not like actually in grease, but you know, put some butter in that pan, put the peanut butter jelly sandwich together, put that butter in that pan, and, and fry both sides. Crack. So, <laughs> I, I people know what time it is, man. That's right there. It's crack. That's love right there, man. That's love right oh, there, yeah. man. And welcoming your first baby, man. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Excited about that. Mm-hmm. Little baby girl be coming um, first week of April. So I'm excited about that. Excited and nervous, but ready. So baby know, girl. Baby girl, man. She gonna be out here. Yep. Oh my goodness, boy. Yeah, man. Yep, but Wait, hey, I'm sorry. Oh sorry. man, I definitely appreciate you, man, being on here with me. No, you doubt. know, we just I just got this somebody's gotta be right started. So, you know, I'm just just hitting the ground, I'm about to start running with it. And I'm just right. gonna have so many different guests and about different topics. I told them it's, it's not gonna be one uh, one thing. I'm talking about random stuff all the time. I'm a random person, so I always go. talk about random stuff. And we're gonna circle back around to my question, what I said a couple minutes ago. Oh, and your top five wrestlers, and then I'm gonna give you mine. Big, you can I can I use a group for number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, number one is uh, the Four Horsemen. Got to be. Okay, got to be four horsemen. horsemen. So that's telling. That's four wrestlers, six, seven, eight, nine wrestlers right there. So if anybody knows anything about four horsemen, that's top. Um, The Rock. Okay. Okay. Um, top five. My goodness, The Rock, man. There's so many people. Um, Gorgeous George, of course. Okay. Um, Three. <clears throat> oh God. Um, 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 Bruno San Martino. Okay, four. Uh, close it out right here. Playboy, Playboy, Buddy Rogers. Five. Okay. And oh, Rick Flair ain't in there. Rick Flair number one, man. Oh, because he a part of the group. You right? You right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Four and 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 uh, Dusty Rose, Dusty Rose. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. Dusty Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know, obviously, Ric Flair and uh, the group, uh, Dusty Rose, The Rock. I know all those cats. Um, so definitely, The Rock is he's my my top one. That's like I told you, like when I first came on to watching wrestling. That's who, like, I gravitated towards, like, the energy, the people's elbow, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. People's champ, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> The Rock was mm-hmm. my guy. So I, mm-hmm. I the Rock. Even though his movies is corny. And I ain't gonna front. His movies is corny as hell, but all of them? I love The Rock. All, all of them corny. They're just corny. Yeah. But as The Rock as a wrestler, he was he was the man, man. It was His energy was crazy. 
You didn't like him in, in 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 that television series that they had on HBO. Oh, oh, the, um, is it Ballers? Not Ballers. Is it Ballers? Baller, ballers, Ballers. Yeah, Ballers. Yeah, yeah. No, that's straight. Yeah, that's straight. I, yeah, that's straight. I guess his series his series isn't bad, but the the movies is, is, is whack. Um, hey man, make that money, Rock. Yeah. Uh, so the Rock is my number one. My number two. Uh, I would have to say. Kane. I love Kane. I don't even know why. I love Kane. I love Kane. My number three would have to be uh I used to mess with Y2K, Chris Jericho. Okay. Okay. Current I, Huh? Current Chris nah, Jericho. back when the rock back when the rock. I haven't really watched wrestling at all really since you know, since all those guys left. All the new cats came in. I mean I I I give a a watch, but when I was like really into it, it was like The Rock, you know, Y2K, Stone Cold, and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's my top three right there. So my last two right here. Here you go. <laughs> the Godfather is number four. Knows mm. <laughs> mm. who the Godfather is? Mm-mm. He come down, choo choo. Everybody it. get on the hooch. <laughs> so Godfather was like a pimp. He lived his, he, he lived his gimmick. He <laughs> lived his gimmick. He still he he owns a strip club in Vegas. Oh, see, there you go. There, and, there you go. And there. and a lot of those girls with him was was legit hoes for him. Oh, there you, there you go. He used to walk down when he, his interest, he walked down with all these women. Mm-hmm. And my fourth and out I don't know why I caught on to them and I thought they was just hilarious and I, they probably were trash wrestlers, but I love the group too cool or Scotty too hottie and mm, Grandmaster mm, Sexy. Mm. <laughs> R.I.P. to Scotty too hottie. Yeah, R.I.P. to mm-hmm. them, them, them cats man used to have me dying laughing. I think they used to be with Rakishi too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th- them cats and then I got an honorable mention is my boy uh what was it D'Lo Brown? Yeah. Yeah, so them cats, man. That was my that was my era of wrestling, man. When I was really like catching on. Oh man, my my honorable mention is with D'Lo Brown, The Rock, and The Godfather, man. The Nation of Domination, maybe. Oh yeah, Nation of Domination. Yes, sir. Goodness gracious, (laughs) because I mean, all of those guys, and a lot of people talk about them being two years too early, Mm -hmm. two years too soon, because after them came DX and all this other stuff, you yeah. know, all those other groups, but the nation of domination, which they're trying to do a new one now at the WWE with, um, one of the guys who I trained with Cedric Alexander, they got a they group called, um, Oh my goodness. I forgot the name of the group. They, it, the hurt business, the hurt business mm. right now. And they, they are looking oh, your boy MVP in them. Oh, for real. Yeah. MVP is in there. Uh, Cedric Alexander, Sheldon Benjamin, and oh my goodness, big dog! I forgot, big guy. But you know, I, I parts of me don't like uh, current wrestling because and old school wrestling because the way they're treating the black athletes. You know. Oh yeah, no doubt. I yeah. get it. They, I bet you they there's some exclusion going on there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and I'm sorry, we about to leave, and I'm jumping around. But last night I watched the story on Tommy Smith. And damn near cried. Tommy, Tommy Smith. Smith. You know, Tommy Smith, man, come on. You need to check it out, man. Tommy Smith is Tommy Smith is the 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 old school Olympic champion that <clears throat> that once he was um being awarded his gold medal, raised that fist. Oh, oh, the fist. Okay, my fault, my fault. You should have said the fist. I actually oh. I'm I'm terrible for not knowing his name, but yeah, Tommy Smith, the fist, yeah. But you got to understand, you know, his story. When he came back after raising his fist, man, they I didn't. I bet he was man. probably blackballed, damn near. Oh, and, and until just recently, until just recently, it's starting to now to give him his flowers. But before, I mean, you're talking 50 years, man, of being blackballed. Man. That's so, crazy, man. So, so big ups to Tommy Smith, man. Yeah, big, big up, big up. He just got on, just got on the wheeze box. 
after 50 Man. plus years, just got on the Wheezy's box. Your gold medal went on. They talk about Mary Lou Retton. They talk about Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, all these people on the Wheezy's box. But Tommy Smith never got on the Wheezy's box. And then they wanted to do a black history, a black history of sports. And they was like, dude, we can't have this without Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith. So check them out. Real talk. Yeah, definitely will, man. Appreciate right. that. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Let's. let's oh, you good, man? Hey, we in here just talking, man. Like I said, random topics. We just we hopping. So, you know, obviously down the line, we we'll, we might stay on script on some stuff. I had some stuff written out, but screw script. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta let it be organic and just and just talk, man. We got another hour. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, we gotta go, baby. We gotta go. I gotta work out some stuff to do this weekend. Oh, or this, we this gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Hey, they don't know about that Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, appreciate you a lot, Thunderbolt no, man, for hopping no, no. on here with me, man. We're gonna no, definitely no. do this again, obviously, and have some more stuff to talk about. But I definitely appreciate you hopping on somebody's gotta be right, my man. Hey, man, life is good, man. Love you, man. Love right, your love family. You too, love everybody. Yes, sir. All right. And and All right, tell, tell your mother-in-law you're welcome for that scarf. I hope she uses it. But oh, yeah. <laughs> too damn cold up in damn Ohio to use any damn yeah. man. <laughs> All right, dear Tay, baby. I appreciate All right, you. Man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you. All right. All right, man. Bye-bye. Yo, hold up. This episode is over, but don't forget, go hit that like and subscribe button for me. Thanks for listening.